County is full of amazing stories, and the purpose of this podcast is to collect those stories from the people that live them. Where We Landed is a podcast that recognizes our whole story told by the individuals that live and love this small Indiana county. Welcome to Where We Landed. My name's Scott, and I am one of the hosts today, along with Alicia. Hello. And we also have Kylie in the room. Hey, everybody. And so Kylie is going to start us off with some type of uh, starters thing here today. Because it's <laughs> not an icebreaker. It's not no, an icebreaker. It's a starter thing. We're getting to know each other better. Oh, that's right. So we're going to op- uh, get our phones out. Okay. Okay. And we're going to uh, open a text message. Okay. <laughs> and you're going to tell me the last three emojis you used. Oh, okay. So, so on mine, do they go this way or this way? They go down. They go down. Yeah. Okay. What are yours, Alicia? The kissy face, like with the little heart, and then the smiley face with hearts around it, and then the crying, laughing face. Oh, those are all fun. Yeah. I'm surprised that the shrug, the shoulders, and face palm isn't up there, though. <laughs> <laughs> so mine are um, the the crying, laughing. That's I, I would have guessed that was my most used. I used yeah. that one a lot. Um, the, the plain old thumbs up and the 100. Mm. I use that one a lot too. How about you, Scott? Mine is a smiley face. What kind of smiley face? Uh, the one that smiles. The, the, <laughs> it's, the, just it's just the plain a, smiley just face. Plain, just okay. with the lips together. <laughs> okay. Um, an ice cream cone, <laughs> the ice cream cone. Yeah. Uh, that's why I was smiley faced. And then the flag of Panama. Oh, because you were just in just Panama. In yeah, I was just in Panama. With and you were just asking us about ice cream. So it must I be was. on your mind. It, well, ice, June is an ice cream month for me. Like mm. if I could go to ice cream every day in June, I would go to ice cream. That's why I was asking. Wow. Yeah. Very good. Bruce? Well, it's, oh, mine? Yeah. <laughs> well, mine are kind of geared toward my grandchildren. So it's I got that little happy face with a heart around it. Uh-huh. And a little winky with a kiss blown at it. Uh-huh. And then the laughing with the tears coming out. Yeah. Yeah. Bruce, I Bruce and I are on the same impressed. wavelength here. Yeah. Like yeah. I, I, I am impressed that you just nailed that like that. <laughs> Bruce is I mean, an impressive you're, you're, figure. You're a, you're a young man. He's but, always but had to stay on top of technology. The technology, that's impressive, man. Well, I've been involved with quite a bit. Yeah. <laughs> if people could see the, the what you're wearing today, so I'm a Cubs fan. <laughs> Me too. So I'm sorry about that. a game yeah. ahead of you, I think. <laughs> right. Maybe not anymore. I, think I feel like we should pity you right now, you and thing. Kylie with yeah. the whole well, Reds thing. Yeah. But that's I'm what, happy. But you're, I'm thrilled to death of them. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We've come a long way in the last three or four weeks. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So anyway, I'm, I'm impressed that a Reds fan could come up with technology. Oh, oh, shots fired. Shots yeah. fired. Here shots we go. Fired. <laughs> you and should just met each other. Yeah. I know. Dang. Yeah. Insult my guest right away. Oh, that's all right. <laughs> I know you're used to it. <laughs> so it ain't I, over yet. <laughs> it ain't over yet. There's still time. 
So I get the honor of introducing, thank you, Bruce Bender, for coming and being on our podcast today. We have had you as a recommended guest, so people have requested to hear your story. And um, Nancy was on the United Way board when I started at the United Way, and I got to know you prior to that, mm-hmm. working in the congressman's office. So you've always been our EMA officer, as far as I'm concerned. Um, but you also do other things in the community, like starting Pal Judo and some of those things. So we're excited to hear your story about how you landed here in Grant County and then the things that you're passionate about and the things that you uh, give your time to here in our community. So how, Bruce, did you land here in Grant County? Well, my parents were obviously here and and, uh, my mother was born in the area around the Muncie area. Uh, Dad was born in Hamilton, Ohio. Um, And then they they were moved together to Muncie, then they moved to Marion. And I can't tell you why I moved to Marion, but my sister and I were born here and been here all our lives, and this has been our community. So as Iris would say, a lifer. Yeah. So you're exactly. a lifer, yes. Yes. and you're married to Nancy. Mm-hmm. Is Nancy also a lifer? Or? Yes. Okay. Yes. What, what did your parents do for a living when you were growing up here in Marion? My mother was was an RN, a uh, registered nurse at the hospital, and dad was the uh, head of sales at Allied Paper Company. Um, at on 18, across from GM. Yeah. So that would be the Welch Packaging Building now? I believe so, yes. Okay. Yeah. Hmm. Interesting. Uh, Siblings? You said you have one sister? Yes, Sandy's sister. She's uh, she's about six years older than I am. Mm. And she's the only in the world that I'm just a little bit afraid of. (laughs) (laughs) She terrifies me. (laughs) Not even Nancy terrifies you that way? (laughs) And Sandy, if I remember, she's down south? Yes. She's here now. She just got here about a half hour ago. Oh, okay. Sorry yeah. to keep you from her. No, it's yeah. okay. That's, no, that's fine. It's fine. <laughs> He's like, what part of she scares me? Did you not understand? He's like, oh, she's going to be here. Sorry, I got a thing. <laughs> that's not what I said. You know, like, I'll see you in a little bit. <laughs> let you get settled. <laughs> exactly. So what's home? where's home for her now? Uh, Mount Pleasant, South Carolina. Okay. So we go down to see her every year, Nancy and I do. Except the last two years, because of COVID, we didn't get a chance to go down there. Mm-hmm. But since 88, we've been, uh, we go down every year. Yeah. And just to see her. And did you graduate from Marion? Yes, I did. 1970. So maybe walk me through. Yeah, yeah, 1970. Yes. So, I love how you looked at me like I am like, well, oh, no. well I just turned 70 this year. I, I knew there was a 70 in there somewhere. So after graduation, what did life look like for you? What did you do after graduation? And, and you know, what brought you back here? Went to Ball State for a year, and that didn't work out too well. I wasn't... Uh, um, this wasn't my thing right off the bat. I got got back and uh, ran to a young lady friend of mine, and we had a child together. And we got married and lasted about uh, a year and a half. That's where my son Chris came from, and uh, he has since this week moved to Alabama. Got a new job down there. Wow. He and his family, yeah. Mm. Um, then I uh, ended up marrying uh, got married to Nancy. Um, well. And uh, we've been together for 30 plus years. It's awesome. But part of your journeys took you, it served, you had time in the service, you said. Yes. And, um, and then, kind of, so kind of your career. Well, like, you mean like a, a, a chronological, chronological type number? Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. okay. <laughs> I guess yeah. in 74, I went into service. Yeah. And then 77, um, I got out and went to work for. Uh, uh, Anaconda. Back then it was Anaconda. 
And because uh, um, I had left there prior going, I took a military leave. So when I got back, I had a job when I when I got back. I left there and went to work for Brunt's downtown for Dick Bragg and, and uh, Dale Witten. And that was a fun job. It was a great job. And uh, I got married to my, my daughter's mother at the time, Connie. Um, and uh, that lasted about eight years. And uh, we just kind of grew apart from each other. Yeah. She's a great woman. She really is. Just We just kind of grew apart. And, um, but we had, we had Stephanie, our daughter. I went to work then at Ball Foster. Uh, and that's where I met Nancy. Um, at the time, that's how I got to know her. Um, then I was there for three years or so. And then I just, my calling came to be the police department. I've always wanted to be a cop anyway, because I was in the military. Yeah. And, uh, I've always wanted that. And I was hired by Lee Malden in 83 and uh, was a police officer there for, on the road, um, he uh, made criminal investigations detectives, and then I made a uniform sergeant. And from there, I uh, I retired after twenty two years. And then, <laughs> and then, <laughs> and well, then. <laughs> from there, well, from there, I I uh, took a job at uh, Grant County Emergency Management Agency, which was a combined uh, job description now of Homeland Security. That's it. They were, that was the umbrella we were right under. So it was kind of a, we still called it EMA, but it was still under the Homeland Security umbrella. And I was there for 15 years, I think, 14 or 15 years. So that would have been the early 2000s? I, I, in 2005, I went to work at, at the county building, EMA. So was Homeland Security, was that kind of, was that a new position after 9-11 or... Was it just like a renewed? No, Homeland Security's been there for a long time, but just kept real popular after 9-11. Right. Um, and there were a lot of changes in that. There was a, um, it became more prevalent when 9-11 hit. Mm. That and Katrina. Mm. That was the two deciding factors that really made them kind of, you know, put together this way. So we were under the umbrella of them. As a matter all the first responders were like, you know, EMS was under Homeland Security, EMA, fire, uh, all of them except law enforcement. They were still under the state police. Yeah. That was strictly under the governor. So, uh, and then I was there till 2019. Um, I'd retired, but the guy who took over asked me if I'd come back as a deputy for a while till he got things taken care of. And that's, and he did, and I did. So I left, when I left there, I, uh, I was asked to come back to work for the health department um, during the COVID situation. So I worked for the health department for about a year. Then I said, uh, time out. <laughs> I'm really done. This time. <laughs> yeah. How, how many times have you retired? Well, really, actually, twice. <laughs> I mean, right, with retirement benefits, twice. Okay. <laughs> but leaving a job because I'm tired of you. <laughs> <laughs> I kind of feel like that. Your wife Nancy is the same. I'm like, didn't you retire already? Didn't you retire again? Like, why are you working? I know. I yeah, she's working back. To, she's working for the commissioners now. Yeah, two three days a week. Well, if you if you hadn't pursued a career in public safety, what do you think you would have done? Oh, I don't know. What did you want to be when you grew uh, up? He said he wanted a to cop. be a police officer, yeah. Well, it's all everyone wanted to do. I don't know. I don't know. I, I, I can't. I wish I could answer that. Yeah. Um, so one of the things that 
I know about you and that I was involved in is my oldest son, Gavin, for a while participated in the Marion Powell judo team. So um, I know you're significantly and heavily involved with that. Can you share a little bit about your involvement and what that looks like? How much time we got? (laughs) We got all the time for that. All the time. Well, this is my 53rd year in judo. Um, and obviously I've, I've enjoyed it. I, I, uh, tried playing football in high school of my senior year, but I ended up having to have surgery on there on, on my back. And I had to get out of that. Well, after that healed up, Dick Lutens, who at the time was a, um, football coach and also an art director there, an art teacher there. Um, he says, why don't you try judo? I did judo down at the YMCA. And I said, well, so what's that? Because I talked about doing karate, you know, mm. which is, you know, the, the chopping and the kicking and stuff. And, but uh, he talked me into this, and I went down there in, uh, about September of 69 and never looked back. Uh, been there ever since. And uh, we started the power club judo. Um, I did compete in, in the service um, uh, for Fort Benning, and I wonder why. I won the uh georgia state championship oh wow yeah it's, i did i was in pretty good shape back then and uh um and a good player and then i came back to marion my old instructor was gone so i looked up some of my uh instructors from muncie and ball state area uh, dr park from i don't know if anybody from ball state goes there he's a he was a professor of uh um uh he was a, i can't get me now what it was but he was a professor at ball state and he was also the judo teacher. And uh, between him and a few other ones, I continued my training. And then I got my black belt, my first one in 82. Um, and then I started teaching back at our old, the old Y. Um, and then in, I took a hi- little hiatus away from it, a little break for a few years. And this one gave my grandson, the oldest one, he's seven years old, said, hey, grandpa, teach me judo. That's when Mary Pal Judo started up and we never looked back there either. We've had a great career with it. We've had, uh, I've had uh, two girls and two boys make the Pan Am teams. Um, we went to, we've, we've competed in Dominican Republic and Costa Rica. And then in 17 and 18, the Miller boy went to uh, Ecuador and Peru. Uh, so they made the junior, and I was very proud of that. We've had several and it, and you you have you know way you can do that is you have to make you have to win national competitions where you get what they call elite points and the top numbers get to go get invited. Um, so it's not anybody can just go. So I was very proud of him. He worked hard and he's working hard right now too. Yeah. So for those of us that are know or listening, that's Jason Miller's son Evan. Yeah. And he uh, he always, he's volunteered with our Rotary Club at 1812 last couple of years to raise money yes, for yes. those trips. And he's a good kid. He's a great yes, kid. Yes, yeah. he is. He's a super good kid. Yes. Yeah. The only way I can beat him is a cheat. <laughs> <laughs> Must come from his mom because I know his dad. <laughs> Bruce, did, did yeah, you? Go oh, go, go I was just going to ask. So I think that in the late 80s, did Indianapolis host the Pan Am Games at that time? Wasn't there a time like in 86, 87, 88? And I was going to ask if anybody participated in those Pan no, Am Games. No, not ours. Those were, the, those were the senior Pan Am Games. Okay. I, I've, don't quote me on that one, yeah. but I think they were 
the older, I mean, the the, the big Pan Am games. Yes, yeah, right, right. It was nobody from our club. We were just okay. a, a young club then. Well, we didn't start until '97. For the so Pan these Am. are junior Pan Am games where these yes, young people what they are call going to- there's different there's different age brackets for Pan Am games. Yep. They, there's the regular as we look at it, your your Olympic hopefuls, yep. your adults, and stuff like yep. that. Then they have what's called cadets, and they have what's called infantile, which in and in, in, I guess in Spanish that's kind of like children. Yeah, and uh, so that's where that's where I fit. There's the 13 and under, and then the 15 and under. The two girls, Tia Artis, whose dad, Orlin Artis, is in the police department, she won uh, two bronze medals. Then Tim Mormon's daughter, who who was in there, Jillian, won a silver medal to Pan Ams. My head was kind of big. We walked out that door that yeah, day. Yeah, you were. <laughs> and you deserved it. That's yeah, a lot of work lot for of her and for you as a coach doing that. It was a lot of fun. So how many levels of black belts do you have? Is that, and I don't even know if they call it like degrees or whatever. But It's the same thing, yeah. As a matter of okay. fact, the, belt, the belts were started by judo. Oh. Yeah. The guy who started, who founded judo, was the one that started the belts, just to placate Americans. That's all it was. <laughs> the Japanese went from white to black and put the different color names in there, you know, to mm-hmm. for uh, just to placate everybody else who wanted to get one. It's some sort of growth in there. Yeah, level up. Exactly. You know, <laughs> to work towards that next we got, level. Yeah, we got to have some. <laughs> what color belts you got? Oh, I don't know, pink. Don't <laughs> so, how high up do you go? Like, is there? Well, you can level? go. You can go to tenth degree black belt. That's the highest it'll go right now. And uh, how far are you? How far am I? Yeah. Um, I just put in for my seventh. Seventh. Yeah. Well, why, why, why do you invest in mentorship for these kids? Is there something that draws you to that? I've always thought and always believed that children are our greatest natural resource. Mm-hmm. That's, that's the, basically the bottom line. Yeah. I've enjoyed it. I love the smiles when they walk out. Um, my own grandson was, when he started doing this, he was, um, it was like two years before he won his first medal, you know, his first two years. And then he, when he won that first medal, the smile on his face almost cracked his eyes. You know, it was just, it was that, that, that achievement of something. Um, and whether they be for judo or whatever, then you got to, you know, the kids have got to learn. You got to work for something if you want it. You just can't get a hand to you. I don't do participation trophies. Mm-hmm. You want to win something, play harder. Mm-hmm. Yeah. How many um, how many kids do you, on average, have involved in that program? We've got, before COVID hit, we were running 35 to 40. Mm-hmm. But we run, and now we've got 18 members now. That's great. And it's, yeah, I'm pretty happy with and it. It's not just kids, right? No, it's mostly, but a lot of them are children. Robin, Robin, Robin Duffy uh, does the children's program now, okay. the younger kids. And I take care of mostly the teenagers and the young adults. Because I remember, uh, you know, a, f- a former uh, podcast guest, I think Loretta Tappan, yeah, took, yeah, <laughs> was, yeah. A, was in the judo club for a while. Yeah. <laughs> Not real long, but she was there. <laughs> <laughs> she, she gave it a taste. Yeah, As she does. <laughs> yeah. It was just one of those things she uh, wanted to try. Exactly. Yes, it was. Exactly. <laughs> what, yeah. what are your favorite things to do in Grant County? My favorite thing, I'll play golf. Um now, this is not something I have to be good at, is right. it? No, no, just what you enjoy He's doing. a pretty good golfer. Well, I, we, I used to, okay? I gave it years ago. But I still like enjoy playing golf. I like fishing. Um, and, and just traveling around. I mean, just to see the changes that's happened in Grant County. And there's been quite a bit of them. Um, ever since I retired, I don't run the streets like a cop I used to years ago. Nancy and I'll take a drive on. Well, what's this? I'm here in a new neighborhood just pulled in. What's this going about? 
But it's a, I just, I just enjoy the community. I really do. Um, we talked about, Nancy and I talked about when we retired to move. Um, then we got thinking, why? You know, everything we need is right here. Um, and there's a lot of things, despite popular opinion, there's a lot of things to do in Grant County. Mm-hmm. You just need to look for them. And they're there. Or to ask somebody. Yeah. I mean, the YMCA is full of things. CSA is full of things. The colleges have things, different places to eat at the colleges. Um, there's uh, You can just get involved in something. That's mm-hmm. that's that's key. There's a lot of things to do in Grant County. We're no different than any other city, small town city. Or medium size. Okay, I'll get off my preaching. <laughs> no, that's, no what, that's what this podcast is meant. Uh, yeah. There's oh, a reason why we on? developed this podcast. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, Today's episode of Where We Landed is brought to you by the United Way of Grant County. The United Way's mission is to build stronger families. We believe that sharing inspirational stories helps strengthen the fabric of our community. To get involved, contact the United Way at 765-662-9811. What advice would you have for a young person... Um, looking to get into public safety. Any advice for somebody if that was something they wanted to do? If you're a police officer, and I can tell us young police officers too, when we used to, there used to be cards, we baseball cards that we were, we were used to get. And I had a saying on the back of mine is, is what you do is reflects on who you are. And that's, you know, you can talk all you want to, but your actions speak louder than words. Um, for a law enforcement officer at this stage of the game, don't do anything to anybody that you wouldn't do if your own mother was standing next to you. That's a, that's a piece of advice. Well, bad for anybody, really, you know. Um, the respect I see from, from different people, just not like it was when I was younger. It's just, it's just not, but that's, that's nationwide. I mean, that's just not Marion, Indiana. The, uh, um, but that's, I mean, that's, we need to get more respect in people. That's it. Even with younger people. (coughs) Excuse me. So when you work in such a heavy field, like law enforcement, like emergency management, where you're dealing with, um, traumatic situations with individuals. Um, what are some of the things that you did to recenter yourself, to um, recharge yourself? What are the things that you enjoy to do that you found in Grant County? Well, a lot of mine, uh, the release from after seeing things on the lawn, on the, uh, on the police department and, and accident scenes and things like this and, homicides and, and, and those types of situations. My release was, was judo. I mean, I'd go work out and, and get that release or some sort of just physical type effort. Um, we, have a, we have a chaplain on there. Uh, there's been times I've gone to talk to chaplain. Um, there's, I mean, there's, that was just between me and him type mm-hmm. thing. Um, is, is that kind of what you're asking for? Yeah, Am I going the right yeah, direction? I was just thinking there's so many, um, I think individuals in Grant County struggle with carrying a lot of weight. Um, there's a lot of people trying to do a lot of really good things. And so I'm always interested in how people 
recharge themselves to be able to step back into that space and to deal with uh, what they're doing and seeing. So some people may do yoga or they may meditate or go for a walk on the park or something like that. Go play golf. Go play golf, right? Like, And then that indicates spaces in our community that other individuals who thought, oh, well, I like to go for walks and I never thought about going for a walk there to encourage maybe new spaces that they could be in and participate in it was better than also asking you so you like to fish where are your fishing holes because <laughs> i know fishermen don't like to share that <laughs> i just have fun fishing down the river that's my oldest son has found the dam <clears throat> at the river and he's been going there makes me a little nervous but whatever there's some uh, out out north by the bridge there's a, there's some fishing holes out there Shh, don't tell me about it right Shh, don't, don't listen it's a secret <laughs> Lock that part out. <laughs> um, so I'm going to dive into this. I, I, I've been told by these guys, hey, this may be a tough question, and that's okay. So we're going to go there. So, You're known for your tough questions. Yeah. So I I don't know that in my mind I've gotten to a place where there's a right or wrong answer on this, and I think we've got a lot of opinions on it. But it's if you were to try to curb gun violence in America – and somebody who's been in this for 40 years, you know, in public safety, any thought from your perspective, is there anything we could do to curb gun violence? And if so, you know, any practical steps? You know, it's such a controversial topic today. I think the first step, Steve, starts at home. That's where it starts from. I mean, the um, the the respect of, of, of the child itself or the person itself um, and the parents and the lack of lack of um, parental control yeah. has has really um, kind of taken a. It's really kind of uh, I don't want to say taken a. I don't want to say done its damage, but it's there's not like it was several years ago. I mean, it's uh, the guns part itself. There's so many. There's there so many answers. The question was, and this is glad when you brought that up. I just this is not my words, but there was a there was a posting on it on one of the social medias, so it's public record out there that they asked this gentleman who was you know this what about what about uh, um, assault rifles or the the AR-15s or or whatever they got out there, and the question was, and I'm and I'm not saying either way but this brought up another food for thought well wait a minute in the military they give you one also you know so 18 year olds are having these in the military well if you stop and think about it you don't take it home when you're in the military signing out you count the you count the rounds what you've used go to the firing range and you put it back and they 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 assign it to you but you don't take it home with you it's not yours to keep that's one bit, and that's kind of just kind of made me think a little that's bit. An well, that's an interesting, yeah. Kind of, yeah, I hadn't thought about that um, before. Really so, interesting. And it's right, they do. I mean, we never took our, you know, AR, our M14s or AR-15s uh, to right. the, uh, uh, our M16s, what we had, um, to our bunks, or we never slept with against the wall or so. We just never did that. Yeah. And they were only allowed to have us there at the firing range and until we got deployed overseas or somewhere. It's a different ball game. That's yeah. the we were never allowed to carry one around just to say carry one around. Right. Yeah. So it's just it's just a thought it through out yeah. there. No, that's a great perspective. And I and I appreciate you taking the question and just with your years of experience providing 
you know, kind of what's top of mind for you, right? Well, now. that's a, that's, that's really kind of the only answer I get. I don't have the interest for it, you know? Yeah. Um, I, I just like everybody else, it just sickens me to see that, that you know, children getting yeah. injured on this, you know? Um, even in the, even in this, the, this, this, the drive by shootings, if uh, gangsters are shooting each other, it's, I don't like to see that, but it's one thing. But when an innocent child gets hit, yeah. I, you know, like, come on. Yeah, it's really tough. It is. I I had mentioned ice cream was one of my latest uh, uh, things on my my cell phone. And so is there a favorite ice cream place that you have here? (laughs) From gun control to ice cream. (laughs) I just want to lighten things up a little. I do want to lighten it up. Wow. And and I think that ice cream is a good way to do that. So So if you're listening, I'm sorry for the whiplash. (laughs) I was going to say, normally he was like, well, let's land that plane and let's take off here. And he just like parachuted right from one to the other. I can make it. Yeah, I just jumped out. He was, he was hoping. He jumped out. It's the one time you just jumped out of the plane. Yeah. Yeah. I know, right? And then you got the softball. What kind of ice cream do you like? (laughs) Well, that one kind. Where do you go to get ice cream? Oh, my bad. I like, I like chocolate chip ice cream. Like if you're gonna make fun of me, make Man. fun of me correctly. Yeah. It's, it's just never you were, stops. You were hoping no one was gonna notice. <laughs> I was. Why yeah, do you think you course, can sneak that past yeah, us? We can't. <laughs> okay. So sorry. Where do you like to eat ice cream? Where do I like to eat it, or what yeah. kind do I like? I feel like Either one. Both. Well, I, like, I feel Bruce I'll, is like now. I have whiplash. <laughs> <laughs> what am I even doing here? I like vanilla ice cream with strawberries on top. Oh, good answer. And is there a place like here in Grant County that you go to get it? Uh, yeah, there's uh, out there. Nancy's Kitchen. <laughs> Wherever Nancy says I'm going to go. We've been to, we've been to Ashley's yeah. downtown. Uh-huh. Uh, we've also been out to uh, just uh, um, Ivanhoe's. I well, of Paint. course, yeah, yeah, that's Ivanhoe's, and south on the board, or south on the bypass there, Eleventh Street. Um, Dairy Queen? Yes, thank you. I, I was like south on the bypass yeah, at 11th yeah. Street, but I was on the wrong side of it. Yeah, I, I was like, I, I CVS system? Sorry, sorry guys, I didn't get that out real quick. <laughs> Kylie's very good at charades. Kylie's covered me before. <laughs> and uh, let's see, where else will we go? Ivan Hose. So, yeah. so you said you grew up, you played football. No, I did not play football. Oh, I thought you said you did. No, I wanted to. I wanted to. Okay. Did you play basketball, Marion? No, no, I don't even which one end of hold on a basketball. <laughs> <laughs> There's an end on a basketball. That's I tried a, bowling one joke. time. I tried bowling oh. one time, but they I took it back because it, it was defective. Had three holes in it. <laughs> <laughs> he's a baseball? he's a very good golfer, though. You're wearing red stuff. Baseball. Yes, I like baseball. We played sandlot baseball a lot growing up. There you up. go. Oh, yeah. Only way to play baseball. Did you play on the firemen and the police used to have a game against each other, right? Did you ever Soft play on that? that? No, I didn't play that. No? No. So, <laughs> golf. This is derailed a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> it really did. It was really, really good for a while. So, <laughs> Try and bring so us I, back here, Scott. I love to play golf as well. And so, is there a favorite <laughs> golf course that you have here? Do you play every golf course in the community? My favorite golf course was Shady Hills. Me yeah. too. I feel like everybody says that. Per, to me, it was the best layout in Grant County. I, just, I mean, that's what you had a little bit of everything. Um, and then it, it probably just didn't work out. We're playing out arbitrates now. Yeah. A lot of, so we play a lot of, David likes to play, David Howard, I play with a lot, plays, plays a lot at Mount Edna. Hmm. Um, which is a 
different kind of golf course. I mean, it's a placement golf course. If you make a mistake there, you're going to be in trouble. You better play out to Kylie. Mm-hmm. But the back nine's all right. I mean, that's yeah. kind of a new kind of wide open. The front nine's just, oh, and the greens are like big undulated sub spots, you know. And Kevin, or Kevin, Devin, the new pro out there, Gene's grandson, Gene's grandson. He likes to put the little cups on the side of the hill. <laughs> <laughs> Superintendent's revenge. And I'm trying to, I'm, I'm trying to get a ticket book back, take it with me up there, but that's, <laughs> they wouldn't let me do that. Now you've you've um, played. You got, you used to go down south to play a lot too, right? Do some golf trips. Oh, oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you don't want to talk about that. <laughs> no, I, I was like, whoa. <laughs> Is this like the where we don't talk about that party <laughs> yeah. that I had? No, it's it's been very innocent. No, it's just, I take Raby down there with us. Yeah. Jack and um and we took our son in law, my son in law down there with us. He is my son in law pleased to play some mini tours, so he's pretty good. Yeah. Um and uh Jack and he you know how Jack is. And, 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 yeah. and I sit back and just kind of watch it. <laughs> so you took them for entertainment. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they are, they're on each other's back. And it's, you know, and I just sit back and kind of watch, laugh a little bit at them. Bruce, but, I wanted to ask you, um, I, over the years, I've heard all lots of stories about um, judo kind of taking you places around the world. Um, where's your favorite place you've traveled uh, not maybe not with judo, but those are maybe the stories that I've heard. But. Well, I've never been over over across the big ocean to Europe, and never been there. Mostly been in Americas, um, South Central America, South America. Costa Rica was nice, mm. and it was well, the one in Dominican Republic. They put us in a resort for a week. Mm. That was pretty good. I kind of like that. <laughs> All inclusive. Oh, didn't have yeah. to go anywhere. Oh, yeah. yeah. And that was back yeah. until I had a few drinks every once in a while. You just <laughs> walk up and get one of those little umbrella drinks, you know, and it all works. <laughs> Kids would be out there on the on the raft swimming. And, and that water down there where it was was just nothing but light blue. Mm-hmm. You know, just it's beautiful. It really was. Mm. So when you say you're a lifer, your wife's a lifer, but – your kids have up moved. Do they Chris live just got, close? Chris or? just got a job. He was living in Decatur, Decatur area. Mm-hmm. He just got a job offer and took it in Alabama. Alabama. Yeah. And Stephanie, Stephanie's working. She's working for a nonprofit in Indianapolis. Okay. So when people come to visit you guys here in Grant County, or like we've shared, still growing up here and living here, our friends have moved away and said, you know, like. Why are you still there? What are the things that you highlight in Grant County that have caused you to stay that you really think are super beneficial in Grant County that you want to take people to see and show them? What are some of those things that stand out for you about our community? Well, the golf courses are one because I'm kind of a favorite that. Um, the, uh, the the water park out there on 26th Street is very nice. Um and uh, and the downtown or the park at Matter Park, it's beautiful down there, um, and they've done a good job with that. And just to and the walkways, mm-hmm. you know, those are just really just really nice peaceful places to go. Um, and being like I said in public safety for forty years, you'd like to have those little public little safety little peaceful places after a while. Mm-hmm. Um, but this is this is the kind of things that I that I enjoy. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, we've got. Bowling alley here. We've got different things, you know, just different aspects of it. My kids own the Plymouth Club, and Nancy's kids own the Plymouth Club now. Um, they're still here in town, obviously. 
uh, answering question again to Derek is who's who's got a uh, uh, Midwest cabinet out there build a business here from scratch. Now he's got thirty seven people out there working in there wow. all working uh, uh, full time jobs making enough money for a single single uh, parent working. I mean yeah. he does a good job. Um, very proud of him. Um, but to go back this I, I just it's hard to pinpoint right now. I guess the things that interest me right now are just the calmness and 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 just uh, the comfort zone right now. Getting the age I'm going to be right now. Um, I hope that kind of answers yeah, a little bit of it. Yeah. Okay. And I think some of our uh, hosts today frequented the Plymouth Club or the PC. It, it was listed. So if you listened a couple of weeks ago, we had a big conversation about pizza. It was like ten minutes of a podcast about our favorite pizzas and where we get them and stuff like that. And PC Brick Oven came up multiple times, and we do frequent there for lunch. Yeah. Today, so it's my leftovers are in the fridge. I was gonna say right? I have oh. leftovers for dinner. Had a girl. <laughs> their <laughs> their chicken their chicken pizza was really good. That's what I had today. Tasty. Bread to the breadsticks are always amazing. So the so. one thing that we love, and sometimes we just get it before they bring out the pizza, is. <laughs> yeah. The breadsticks, but the ones they put the cinnamon butter, oh, cinnamon yeah. sugar butter, oh, yeah. and, and then the, like a cream. Like the a, mouth's literally watering right now. Yeah. So oh, she, the waitress always, unless it's Kim, but the waitress mm -hmm. always asks, well, do you want me to bring that? Because I order it right up front. <laughs> do you want us to bring that after your pizza? I was like, no. That's <laughs> we, the need that right, we need that right now. <laughs> <laughs> and, like and dessert so first. Said, like, does Kim just not bring it for you? Or no, no, no. Kim knows us. She, she just doesn't ask the question. That goes in first and she brings it to us. <laughs> That's how often we eat at PC. <laughs> yeah. you, you had mentioned, and me not being a native of Marion, but that you had worked. At, did you work at a clothing store for a while? Mm -hmm. did you say? Yes. Was that right on the square yes. in Marion? And which building was that? It in? was on the north side of the square. Um, what would be in there now? It's been re it's been renovated. It's where Halstead Architect. Yeah. Oh, is it yeah. where the event center is? On yes. The first floor. Yeah. Next All part the, of that. Yeah. Next to the courtyard. Yep. Yes, yes. Yeah. yeah. And would it have been a two-story clothing store, or was it just the... the uh, no, just one story. Yeah. Yeah, just one story. Yeah, but that's... Um, everyone talks about... I, I, I picture, like, working there probably was almost like, you know, going to, like, the... I don't know, the, the golf course or or breakfast at Ninth Street. That's, like, where you went to... to See people to see people yes, or to, exactly, to yeah. get the gossip. Oh, or, yes. yeah. was, Dale had a big round table back in the back, and there was you walk in, you find all different kind of people right there sitting. Yeah, anywhere from businessmen to radio radio personality. I mean, radio personalities from Grant County. Yeah, newspaper men. Uh, Fowler used to be there all the time. Dick mm -hmm. Fowler from years ago, um, and my dad. <laughs> and uh there, so there was you walk in at any given time there's just different group of people talking right there so yeah. is it, would this have been like a suit suit and tie yeah type of store this or? was uh we had several of them downtown there was morels who was a high-end yeah uh men's men's wear we were kind of a uh medium type thing we yeah. were the the uh the blue collar who needs a suit once a year type thing you know yeah. Uh, but they mostly were, you know, the jeans or slacks and, uh, and uh, you know, the pullover shirts, you know, like the, like the knit shirts type thing. Yeah. That was a, so we really wasn't, there really wasn't a lot of competition between the two of them. There were two different needs in there. Yeah. And then we had Milton's and Richard's down there. Downtown was a busy place back in those, back in those days, back in those 60s and 70s. 
That's for your way for your time. Yeah. Do you think that's something that's coming back at this point? Like, is there a way for us to continue to improve the downtown from your perspective? And what would you put downtown? Parking. Parking. Yeah. Yeah. I thought about like, could we put a parking garage or something downtown to, to take parking off the streets and allow for more shopping and stuff? So I know that's a need. So. So where, where would you now, since you've been in the community and seen kind of all these different places pop up, um, where would you feel like is that conversation hub now That's for the question. community? Cause I know we've talked about like, you know, the round table or ninth street cafe, like where's, do you feel like there's a spot like that now for the, well, there is for me. Um, and some of my friends, I mean, you got, I've got, uh, Ed Breen, uh, Al Harker, uh, several of us and some of the businessmen meet at the Plymouth club on Tuesday and Friday morning for breakfast. What time um, is that? I need to show up. With that. <laughs> I know, right? Nine o'clock. Nine o'clock on Tuesdays. Tuesdays and Friday mornings. We enjoy it. Yeah. yeah. We just need to sit in the table like right, right behind, behind us. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Listen to what's I'm going to put like, that on my calendar for like, next like, Tuesday morning. Like Bill was telling us last week, like, just sit quietly. Don't don't make a fuss or anything. Yeah. If just, we just sit down quietly at the table and don't say anything and just sit there, will you kick us out or will no. you just pretend? And no, you'll have, to, you'll have to partake in the conversation. <sighs> So how right. how many people show up for these breakfast? Probably meetings? well, at any given time, probably yeah, I would say a half dozen or so. Yeah. Any given time, we the most we've had at one table, I think it was eight, maybe. Yeah, and the least amount's four or five. Yeah, hmm. and is it always the same eight, or is uh, it does it change? Like no, we have four to eight. Are you going to get kicked 15? out because you came and talked to us about it? On no, the- not a bit. Not a bit. So, but, <laughs> Until oh, we, we all invite show up, come sure. Okay. We have. We, we have. need the list of all your members so that we can have them each on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> We've had Ed Breen. Okay. Oh, that was fun. We've it had you. Yeah. Right. Um, Al Harker. We haven't had Al. Nope. Um, Jim Hensley, retired yeah. teacher and principal. No. no. Uh, Mike Aker. No. Yeah, we haven't had Mike. Oh, I'll tell you who you need to get. Uh, um, oh, my gosh. Mike Aker and... and I'm gonna. I'm. They're gonna hate me for this one. Tell you guys what, because they do the the musical group like to do that free show at the at the place in Wombats is next week. Or the oh, third. Honeywell Center. Yeah. Um, they do the. They play out the Manor Park. Um, Not Abba. <laughs> the Hoosier Shakes. Abba. <laughs> what? Uh, <laughs> it's a little big John for I think Brain. what they're talking John, about. John Brain. John Brain. Oh, there yep. you go. That's the guy's name. John Brain. Uh, then we have a retired uh, Marine come out and hit there. It's a uh, What's uh, what's he? What's oh, terrible with names right now? This is what happens when you when you lose. But your you mind, picture him like you can picture him sitting by you, but it's always so hard for me to remember names. Well, but I can't be Duncan, there next. Tom week. Duncan. There we go. That's right. the Marine Corps. Give me a second. I'll think all these people. <laughs> um, Tim so, Eckerly. Okay. He okay. shows up out there. Can't get him to shut up sometimes. But okay. <laughs> <laughs> and, you can, and you can print that if you want. <laughs> Does not need to be edited. <laughs> um, Just remember, if we have him on the podcast, he has the last opportunity to talk. You know, Alicia, if I worried about what people said about me for years. <laughs> I think we could all take a lesson yeah, in that. I'd have, I'd have I an care too much. <laughs> I care way too much about so, it. So, uh, Bruce, one thing we always ask everyone that comes on the podcast are the things that they're uh, watching, reading listening to 
So uh, any any TV shows you'd recommend or books you finished recently or anything like that? Well, I read People Magazine. Yeah? Okay. <laughs> it's about the last book I read, I think. <laughs> <laughs> and that's Nancy's. I get that, get that one. Um, I like to watch Newsmax and Newslink and not CBS uh-huh. News. Uh-huh. I just try to get a variety of everybody that form my own opinion on different things. Because yeah. you've got a lot of right ones and left ones, and you know you just got to mm-hmm. pick your own stuff there. Yeah. Um, I, I'm involved really real strong right now with our national promotion organization. Excuse me. And uh, they... Uh, they put me on the promotion committee for for this, and it's for promotions for judo, okay. uh, for all for all the whole nation. So wow, um, I'm pretty wrapped up in that right now, which is right. a lot of fun. Keep me busy. Yeah. Otherwise, I'd have to go find someplace to retire again. I don't want to do that. <laughs> Something else to retire from. <laughs> this is this is all this is all volunteer work, which I enjoy. Which I enjoy. That's great. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for coming and chatting with us and sharing your story and what you love about our community. And I learned some new things and Scott learned everything. I did. (laughs) You got to finally ask your really, really tough question that you've asked everybody today. Yeah. And I appreciate your your openness about it. Yeah. So (laughs) thank you so much for coming and joining us and giving us all the great names of other people that we can have on the podcast. And we hope that to our listeners that you enjoyed today's podcast and you will be back with us next week. Make sure you like and follow us wherever you listen to podcasts. Thank you very much. Bye. Today's podcast was engineered by Kyra Montero of Frequency Canvas.